I know, I know I've let you down. I've been a fool to myself. I thought that I could live for no one else. But now, through all the hurt and pain, it's time for me to respect. The ones you love mean more than anything. So with sadness. Merry Kitty Himity and Ho 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 from the three biggest hoes you know. <laughs> it's Twin Peaks Evangelion. Back with a Christmas special. But what's this? Three hoes? But there are only two of us. There's only Craig and Vinny on here. Au contraire, we have a special guest today. Hello! Hello. Hey, <laughs> everybody, say hello to Khalil. Khalil comes to us from the Twin Peaks Wonderful and Strange Logcast, which had the distinction of making it to the number one podcast on my Spotify wrapped recently. Wow. So congratulations, Khalil. <laughs> yeah. It's an honor. Thank you. No, I um I was surprised. Apparently, I spent over seven thousand minutes listening to oh you. My, I'm <laughs> sorry. You I'm about. so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the things you must have heard. <laughs> it's all very good content. Um, you know what can I say? It definitely helps that your hours, uh, that your episodes, are uh, tend to be between sort of two and nine hours long each. Short form content, yeah. yeah. Short form content. <laughs> great to have you here uh, with us Khalil and uh, also probably should say hi to Vinny as well hi Vinny hi I'm just sitting here as a stranger enters our home and you're just addressing them before <laughs> addressing me that's fine Craig that's fine it is in our house now um, so... <laughs> there you go Khalil tell us t- tell us a little bit about um, about your little show sure, what's, sure. Uh, what's the Twin Peaks wonderful and strange logcast so we've been doing this for about two years now. Uh, the Twin Peaks Logcast, there's, I think, two of them on Spotify. Uh, we're the one that's got like 70 plus episodes currently. And uh, the premise was kind of similar to your own, where I had seen Twin Peaks before, and I had someone join me who previously had not uh, experienced any Twin Peaks material, except instead of starting at the return, the obvious place you would begin watching Twin Peaks, we, for some Mm -hmm. reason, went with the pilot. I don't know why. And we went from that point on. Weirdos. Um, But along the way, we're just wrapping up the return right now, and we've been talking about the books, uh, so like the Mark Frost books, The Secret Dive of Laura Palmer, um, as well as like My Life, My Tapes, getting into like special features, really obscure stuff. So it's been a lot of fun. The uh, the, the Twin Peaks trading card uh, series <laughs> the episode <laughs> that was, was, fun. Was, was very fun. Yeah, <laughs> very fun. Just one thing that I will say about, um, about your show that I really appreciated is... Um, we won't get into it here, but um, mm. you have some really valid and interesting criticism of, uh, especially the return, which I think mm. is um, is really enlightening to hear because it doesn't um, doesn't get much discussion, and um, you know a lot of fans love to love to sort of wax lyrical about um, about how great the show is, but uh, there's not as much discussion of um, some of the stuff which is a little bit more problematic. So um, thank you for illuminating that. I think that's um, it's a really valuable and um, and useful contribution to the to the discourse. I just think that people should express their different opinions on the media. Like, for example, I like Audrey, but hearing Vinny kind of criticize Audrey has been very entertaining <laughs> to go back to the episodes. <laughs> and uh, so I just, 
it always bothers me whenever I see people in the Twin Peaks community or any fan community say like, oh, if you don't like this, you're not a real fan. No, I, I think you're a real fan if you love the material. And sometimes that means disagreeing. So it is always yeah, fun to absolutely. hear those different opinions. Fantastic. But we're not really here to talk about uh, Twin Peaks. We're here to talk <gasps> <We're not>. about... <laughs> no. no. <laughs> oh, shit. We booked you on the wrong show. What? Um, <laughs> we're going to be releasing this at Christmas time. And um, we thought, what better way to celebrate the festive season mm. than to celebrate, you know, probably the most religious um, event in the in the Christian calendar mm. um, with probably everyone's favorite uh, religious film, The End of Evangelion. <laughs> so uh, that's what we're going to be doing. Vinny, did you... Hark the angels sing. <laughs> <laughs> Vinny, let me ask you, did you have fun when we recorded our audio commentary episodes? Oh, loads of fun. It was the best. It was re-experiencing something I've seen multiple times in a new lens, but also making fun of it at points. This is, I think, going to be, I think, the third time that I will have seen this film, and um, I reckon we can just talk along as we watch it. Mm -hmm. Khalil, tell us a little bit about your history with Evangelion and or anime more, more generally. Sure. Uh, I think this might be my third time seeing an Evangelion, or if not third, maybe fourth. Uh, I've seen the original Evangelion series twice, I believe. Um, and I've seen the rebuilds once. So I have some cursory experience. But mm -hmm. like a lot of people, I think, first time watching Evangelion, I don't have a clue what's happening through most of this. <laughs> I, I, haven't, I haven't done all the research and mine through everything. But I, uh, I enjoyed a lot of the more abstract stuff. I mean, I was a big fan of the last like three or so episodes of the original series. Uh, End of Evangelion is mm -hmm. probably my favorite thing in Evangelion. Um, so I'm more mm -hmm. in that camp that found a lot of the mecha procedural stuff a little less interesting. Just not for sure. me as much. Um, and then as yeah. far as anime in general, I uh, also have a YouTube channel. Just going to plug a little bit here for that, too. And oh, I do no plugs. Uh, no, <laughs> no, no plugs. Um, but, uh, you need I your plug suit for that. <laughs> plug suit for uh, I do uh, coverage on Revolutionary Girl Utsuna, as well as Serial Experiments Lane, things like that. So Evangelion's always been in my trajectory. I just haven't figured out quite what to say about it. So I'm very excited to have this discussion. <laughs> I'm sure there'll be at least something to talk about in this uh, in this 87-minute film. <laughs> Things happen, arguably, in the end of Evangelion. That is an accurate statement. <laughs> all right, boys. I think we should uh, we should get cracking then. Let's. Um, you got it all. In, in, for everyone who's playing at home as well, uh, feel free to line up um, line up the the play button on your on your Netflix. We are going to be watching the Netflix version. Yes. Don't come for us, fucking fanboys. I'm, I'm not here for it. I'm doing Japanese dub. Yeah, we'll do we'll do Japanese dub, <laughs> and um, yeah, I'm ready to go when you guys are. Let me just press. We'll do a we'll do a three, two, one countdown, shall we? All We're right, good to go. Vinny's got his remote at the ready. All right, three, two, one, pressing play. Logos. Logos. There's so many logos to this. It's true. Nice there logo. is a lot of logos to this. Yeah. Um, one of the podcasts that I listen to um, that goes into Evangelion, they made Sega. a point about how... 
how, of just how many logos there are, and they made some joke about how you know if just basically any business that had fifty bucks could just give <laughs> just give the company <laughs> some time. So you know some so some of these logos just like you know the local Toyota dealership or something like that. <laughs> I mean, given what happened to Gainax, where they would eventually just distribute tomatoes to the country, it's like yeah, I'm, I'm sure they would want any money from anywhere. <laughs> Yeah, this, I mean, this wouldn't have been a cheap movie to make in 1996 or 1997, would it? No, it wouldn't. No. Here's the, um, the Toho waves that I've seen from, from many a Godzilla film. Yeah. Classic. There's something so soothing about the Toho one. It's just, just so nice. And then the guy next is just... <laughs> yeah, that's like a Silent Hill loading screen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You guys are Silent Hill fans, eh, Khalil? I, I'm a bit more of a coward, um, so I don't play <laughs> the games. But I have a lot of respect for those first uh, three, maybe four, depending on how you want to Yeah, those. same here. Correct. All right, so movies opening proper. We've got our sun on the shore. We've got... That's not the color bl- water's supposed to be. It's supposed to be red. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, fuck, he knows a lot, told Craig. me that... <laughs> Someone told me that that quick shot of Shinji where he's all wet it was apparently he was trying to drown himself prior to this. Oh, did you guys had you guys heard this? That's I've never heard that. Room. No, okay, it's a good interpretation. That is a good interpretation. And here we go. Oh, let's yeah. go. <laughs> Everybody's favorite, uh, like, spread a little bit of holiday of joy to see this opening night. Like, you barely even have made a dent in like your drink and popcorn, and this yeah, is exactly. what is happening. <laughs> what, where is everybody else in this hospital? Right? Like, is it? I mean, I guess. So, what had happened to this previously in the series? There was this huge angel fight, and Oscar got the shit kicked out of it, right? Yeah. This, the- this was after Kawaru got crushed and all that. Yeah, this is... Oscar's been sidelined ever since that angel attacked her mind. That's right. And Shinji just killed Kawaru, and now he just... He wants guidance in That's something. Right. <laughs> ah, God, no. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, there we go. There's the boobs. Yep. It's such okay. a like con- confrontational way to start your movie. Yep. It really just like hits you with, you know, all the different elements of like otaku culture that could be objectifying. But I, I feel like it isn't really fan service. It's it's definitely like confronting you with like, hey, you think these like scenarios in like your fan comics or in your own interpretations are really cool or hot. Well, let's give you something with actual nudity in with these characters and this is what it would look like. It would not be yeah. good. Yeah. No. I mean, and it's I such just, a stark... Oh, uh, there we go. Uh, There's the Elmer's there. glue. The Elmer's glue. <laughs> I'm so fucked up. Just, oh, wait, no, wait. This isn't the oh, dub. Oh, I'm the lowest of the, <laughs> the lowest. I prefer the dub line. I'm so fucked up, because, yeah, you are. Right. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a bit, of, uh, a bit of translation, for sure. I do... It, it always did... It struck me from the first time I watched it, the, the fact that it lingered on the... the door being locked mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. like the it's just like yeah these this guy is alone in here with her like even if he, there were any other people around no one's coming in to stop him or anything yeah 
but also like everyone's just sitting around waiting for the human instrumentality project to happen like i guess they don't really care what's going on they're like well we're all gonna be souping like the next day so do whatever <laughs> i was what i was just actually wondering about that do they i mean how much knowledge do you reckon the the staff have of what the human instrumentality project even is I, I think they're just told it's peace and it's like a, a peaceful rapture of some kind. Whereas like Gendo and probably Fayutsuki know the truth. <laughs> yeah, right. It's just a paycheck. <laughs> yeah, just a nine to five. I'm going to go buy a new guitar after this. Look, um, who among us has not worked for a shadowy corporation at some point where the whims of, you know, the wealthy are unknown to us. It's probably nefarious, but we need to work, you know? Yeah. yeah, I mean they the NDA. That would NDA never happen. Never <laughs> happen. <laughs> it's our benefactors only want the best for us. You're right. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I do like a small detail that's in the rebuilds is that when these uh, monoliths shut off, you can see like a brain circulatory system attached to them to show that the guys are the monoliths. Whereas this is just. In the beginning mm. of the series, there were guys, and then Anno changed his mind and made them monoliths. <laughs> yeah, it's like, um, it's like in this, it's it's just like that's like a like a zoom screen or something like that. You know, there's someone behind it speaking into a microphone, and it's being projected out of those monoliths. But but in the rebuild, it's like they they contain their essence or something. I don't know. So that was just Ray waking up in that bed, wasn't it? I, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she smashed the glasses. That's right. Then Shinji listening to an updated little recorder, and then it just oh dies. yeah, true. It's not as it's not a standard thing. Yeah, maybe it was probably oh, product placement. It's out of battery. <laughs> what? Um, it's never established what he's listening to, is it? Uh, no. I don't think it is. It's just we just know he listens to it for comfort. Like I always assumed it was his mom. Even in the rebuilds or original series, there's nothing. Um, oh. I can't I remember off the recall. top of my head. Uh, I'm sure is. all that text that was on the screen was extremely important. So I hope we all caught that. Fun fact: yeah. that text is actually describing the history of Gainax Studios. <laughs> The oh. foundation of it. So it is important. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Flashing light warning. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, a... yeah, this would have been around the time of the big, like, a Porygon incident with Pokemon and where oh, it gave yes, flashing lights. Right. <laughs> yeah, that, that episode of uh, fighting seizure robots. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So what's happening here? The other Magi supercomputers are trying to hack into this one, right? Yes. That's what's happening. And Masato or Ritsuko are trying to prevent that from happening? Is that... Well, they got to get Ritsuko out of jail because she destroyed all the Ray clones, the doubles. And then they're like, well, she's the only one who knows how to work the Magi because it's her mom. Imagine someone listening to this that isn't watching the movie and has no idea what the fuck we're talking about. It's absolutely incomprehensible. I would love that. That one dude in Brazil who listens to us, please let us know. 
Yeah, please email us uh, tpsemicolony at gmail.com. Oh, I love this shot of just Masato down the hall. (laughs) Don't, don't, just don't. don't. Khalil, Khalil, (laughs) don't. (laughs) Let's, let's not open this up again. (laughs) I haven't completely caught up on your episodes, but I did catch what you uh, corrected that, so. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it it only took about five episodes. Fuck's sake. <laughs> hey, didn't stop us in Uruguay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Shout out to anyone still listening from Uruguay. <laughs> yeah. Muchos gracias. Um, Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad, indeed. What do you reckon? What do the, all these notes say? Isn't it like something like, um, it's all, you know, Gendo's. Is, Gendo sucks, or you know, screw yeah, you. Yeah, I hate Gendo. Curry or something like that. Fuck that small child. <laughs> <laughs> Call me an old hag. These guys don't play softball. <laughs> so fucking funny. I mean, here's the thing: the original plan was, yeah, them hacking the Magi, opening all the doors, and then coming in peacefully. Because they're retaliating is when they're going to bring in the big guns. <laughs> uh, is that what's happening? Yeah. Okay. I don't know if that was ever made clear. Well, I don't know if I ever caught that. Um... God, just some of the visuals in this thing. Eh? It's just it's gorgeous. It's just got such a command of like, just like the background. Good composition. Just... Yeah. Also funny they're saying that they use code 666. Very subtle. Ooh. Very subtle. What could it mean? What does it mean? mean? (laughs) What is your uh, opinion over time on the religious symbolism in Evangelion? Do you think, like, a lot of it works? Is it deep or is it it just to look cool? (laughs) I think it's just to look cool and they... They get it perfectly with just the imagery of let's make it look cool and make people think we're very religious because I doubt any of those people could recite scripture by heart. (laughs) I mean, everything I've read or heard, um, you know, it was just done for aesthetic reasons. um, Right. Because Christianity especially is not, you know, a a dominant religion in Japan and a lot of it's kind of quite foreign. um, So it just kind of looked cool. Um, Mm Yeah. But just, I mean, reading into it more, though, I mean, there's other, it's not just Christian imagery. There's a lot of um, stuff from Judaism and a lot of mm. sort of, you know, other Eastern religions as well. It's um, it's really interesting. And I mean, they, I feel like it probably started as, you know, just some, you know, more basic imagery, crosses and crucifixes and all that kind of stuff. But then, I don't know, someone on staff <laughs> must have read a lot of this, a lot of these things and just picked out. I reckon probably someone read the Bible and just picked out all these random phrases that sounded cool, like, um, you know, the gates of guff and, you know, all this kind of shit. So, I love this scene. So yeah. messed up. Dude getting I was, was going to ask, I was going to ask not to bring up Twin Peaks too much, but the way Twin Peaks uses like, you know, Buddhist, uh, you know, imagery or language or mm. other ideologies, do you think like that works as well in Twin Peaks as the religious imagery in Evangelion. Does it work like as well Tibet in Tibetan Buddhism Twin Peaks? stuff? Yeah. 
I think it's more subtle, for yeah. sure. Mm. In, I think it definitely things. gives a feel about, like, bigger things are at play here. And, like, just the mystery of it. Like, like devotion. Like, what what is it about? I'm trying to believe in this world and stuff like that. But, yeah, mm-hmm. I say it works probably just as well. Sure. Yeah. I'd say it's probably more of a conceptual thing. Um, you know, the idea of reincarnation or what it, whatever it is. You know, it probably works on a thematic level. Whereas this... Whereas in, in Eva, it's probably more visual or more aesthetic. Sure. Can't believe we're talking about religion when um, <laughs> the nerves being attacked. Yeah, just <laughs> this is great. Everyone's dying, <laughs> and here's Ray just chilling in the Fanta. Chilling in the Fanta. So who is this Ray? Is this like the last clone of her or is this I mean yeah, it's the last one since Ray? like Ritsko destroyed all the other ones. So yeah, this is the last one. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. And there's Shinji just being himself. <laughs> Poor I like guy. how they chose the most tense music possible. Just Yeah, it's really constant a lot, psycho <laughs> noises. And um, I've, I have a feeling this is not going to be the last time we talk about music. <laughs> what? <laughs> Impossible, Craig. <laughs> Do you think anything can phase Gendo? <laughs> like, seriously, he's just... just uh, like, child like support? Literally... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Showing love and affection towards your child, yes. <laughs> He would rather cause the apocalypse than do that. <laughs> Man, what the hell are these things? These um, like mini fighter jet things are crazy. Yeah, how'd they get them in there? I always like this little moment between yeah. them being like, our side isn't used to all this violence, whereas these people are just killing whoever they see. <laughs> yeah, it's like literally anything that moves. And burning them. <laughs> and <then laughs> it's just like, <laughs> cut the electrical cables and just blast it with a fucking... Just shoot them, shoot them, shoot them. I know, <laughs> you would think this is the American military. Just shoot it, fuck it, Ooh. shoot it. <laughs> It's um, it's crazy too that, uh, you know, one of the, one of the preset lights on their um display thing is captured. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, as if that was ever <laughs> inevitability. <laughs> uh, so here's the flooding of the bake light. So this is to try and isolate the Evangelion, right? Is that? Well, it's isolate it's them, and, yeah, and then slow them down. Yeah, but that's ultimately what. Spoiler alert! That's ultimately what um holds Shinji back from getting in the Ava. Yeah. Oh, I love the oh, animation. Go. Oh, so good. Oh, bad bitch Masato. Oh, fuck. Oh, so good. Is this the guy with the glasses? He's the one that's in love with her, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. How is that uh, shown in the series again? How did they hint at that? I think he... he um. Didn't he find some information and share it with her that yeah, he like, wasn't supposed to? And He was part oh, of the... Because yeah. um, 
Kaji gave her a hint that the Marduk, Marduk Institute was, like, false. And then she asked him to do a little digging. He came back with the info, like, yeah, it's all false. Everyone in Shinji's class is a candidate. It's not a real institute. Mm. And here's the, um, the girl who's in love with Ritsuko. Yeah, long-haired guy doesn't love, have a crush on anyone. He's just there. This is his nine to five. He's not into he shipping personally. <laughs> <laughs> Title sequence. Love is destructive. What I is know it is funny oh, that they still have this title sequence like it's an episode. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I was reading something about that, that in some cases this was distributed as like a two-parter, like episodic. Yeah, that's right. So. It's an interesting way to think of it, though. Mm. I also saw a, a different whole... interpretation where, like, the TV series ending was uh, the figurative ending, and this is the little ending. Which is, like, I think that is a good way to see it. Like, the more, like, cerebral <laughs> yeah, stuff that there's... you saw on the TV show versus, hey, this is what actually happened, but good for Shinji for finding himself. <laughs> Yeah, because there are flashes of this kind of stuff in those last episodes. Mm -hmm. Like, um, yeah, that's right. I remember the the first time I watched this, and we definitely talked about this on the on the podcast episode we did about it. I was like, "Oh God, Shinji, you're such a whiny little bitch." Blah blah blah. <laughs> but now, having seen the show and thinking about it a lot more, I'm, I probably would have been in the same condition. Yeah. To be honest. <laughs> Uh, let's not talk about that because yeah. fuck yeah Masato oh, yes <laughs> nothing personnel so boom fucking good boom yes uh, love it yeah everyone likes to think they'd be the Masato in this situation but we'd all be the Shinji hiding under yeah. the we'd all be yeah, 100% 100% <laughs> Shinji gets so much hate but I, I really I think he makes sense I think his character is well established yeah yeah I, I, I agree with that which is a total contradiction to anything I've said in previous right. podcast episodes. <laughs> yeah, that's like yeah. I also love Audrey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, recorded, <laughs> documented. I'm not cutting that out. <laughs> Turning to a girl to escape a harsh reality. Ugh. Oh. Oh. Like. He's just dragged around this entire first half of the movie. Also, good on the guys in Central Command for fighting off assault rifles with just small hand pistols. Yeah, good, I reckon. Oh, so they were just talking about how they can't blow it up. They can't just, you know, bomb them because the Magi is underneath. Well, speaking of bombs, here's one. Speaking Boom. Bombs. Here's some nuclear imagery. Yeah. Yeah. God. I watched um I watched Nausicaa um with the kids yesterday. Hell oh, yeah. Um, and because uh, I remember you told me, Vinny, how about how Arnold was like the 
animation director on that huge, you know, fight scene with all the explosions and stuff because he was so good at explosions. Mm-hmm. God damn, it's just so good, <laughs> so fucking good. Yeah, I'll, I'll commit the Why? anime sin of saying that I'm not actually that huge into a lot of Ghibli films, but I feel like for someone who's not big into Ghibli, I really enjoyed Nausicaa. So yeah, I it's really I, good. I would say if anyone else is in that camp listening and you haven't seen Nausicaa yet, that one might be worth your like worth watching. To be honest, yeah, it's pretty cool. What are these things? <laughs> uh, like they, that's spines? a great question. <laughs> they're I, I took spinal. them as. Yeah, they're prototype Avon. Brainstem? Oh, like. <laughs> uh, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like prototype Ava heads. Because remember, yeah. the Ava's a living thing. It's not just a, a robot. So they had to try and make it where it's a living thing they could control. So I took it as these things freaked out, so they killed them. Yeah. Well, maybe yeah. it's just decoration because Gendo's a freak. Who knows? <laughs> oh god look speaking of excessive decoration right this shit just like the sword of damocles so um like this god is a lex luther office <laughs> it's it'd be so impractical like you can't like how do you how do you store anything in there how do you how do you have a meeting in there it's so excessive. Um, now, somebody asked the question, why do they want the Avas so badly? Um, and a lot of the stuff that I've been reading is around how and around how Sile wanted to establish however many members of Sile they were, they wanted that many number of Avas so that they could store their souls in them once the Human Instrumentality Project happened. Is that kind of oh. what's happening here, Vinny? Or is that sort of a, a theory that is not worth talking about right now? Because what's happening is that someone with red hair is just about to wake up. Oh, so good. Here we go. Now... One of the iconic scenes of one of the one of the less problematic iconic scenes involving Oscar in this movie coming up here. Uh, one of the sure. best, just uh, fucking. And holy shit, it's good. <laughs> and mm-hmm. like, like probably one of the like this from this build up here now. I die. You know, repeating, I don't want to die. I don't want to die. From her mum's voice coming in. Everything about this is just masterful. Ah, I love Oscar. <laughs> it's slow creeping zoom. Because I think Gillian has Os- these scenes that are so amazing, like visually, and it'll have moments that are really great from a narrative perspective. And I feel like a lot of the stuff going off Oscar, like here, building up obviously into the the fight we're going to see, it's one of the best merging of that visual storytelling with the narrative. Yes, uh, absolutely. Oh, and that music so and everything. Good. Oh. 
What's your opinion of Oscar as a character, Khalil? Um, like I said, it's been a while since I've seen the show, but <laughs> from how I remember feeling, she's either my favorite character or it's Misato. I don't know which one. Right. I need to rewatch and like re-experience. Sure. But I thought both had really interesting character storylines and how they navigate right. their relationships and emotional barriers. Well, she's definitely my favorite she's character so in this good. fucking moment because look at this shit. <laughs> she's everyone's Holy favorite character fuck. now. <laughs> Let's go. Throws a fucking battleship at <sighs> a row oh. of tanks and crushes them. It's so fucking cool. Now, that lake must be deep because she's in the Ava. She's yeah. like standing on the bottom. She jumps out. She knows what an AT field is. Ah, she's so happy, too. (laughs) And I love this. She's just ecstatic. And look how (laughs) fucking cool she is. Just, oh, I love it. It just crumbles around (laughs) her face and around her head. Oh, dude. Huge explosion. God damn, this is good. She's completely unfazed. She's just so stoked that her mom's there. Just runs over a guy. Oh, Masato just runs over a bitch. Yeah, Asuka's okay. She's uh, doing 100% great right now. <laughs> now, the power cable is an interesting thing. This has always got me about Ava, was that for as big as those those robots are, like the power cables must be Yeah. Locked miles long <laughs> well think about it when they had to use that giant sniper they had to use all the energy from japan <laughs> that's right yeah yeah. Oh, she's just throwing these dumb planes at each ah oh. oh. she kicks that one oh. Oh, yeah just kicks the kicks that yeah. shit out throws throws half of the other helicopter at the other one just roundhouse kicks like like look if this ever gets a live action it could never live up to this hype like honestly i don't think it could (laughs) no 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 way no way there's some things that animation is very well suited for and that's definitely one of them and sealy's just like hmm (laughs) send the creepy shit problem (laughs) With the Kawaru plugs in the Yeah, I was reading about that things. a little bit. What is the, the lore with the Kawaru plugs? How does that work? So, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll field this one, Vinny. <laughs> Let me see if I can answer this. So, I think, so these are the mass production Avis. So, these are just um, basically Evangelions that Seelay had built in secret. Um, I think because they needed to make up the numbers so that all the numbers of seal could go in or whatever, whatever that is. But basically they're unmanned. So they have the dummy plug, mm-hmm. which is like an autopilot. And I think it has Kawaru's DNA or Kawaru's oh. soul or something in it. <laughs> How'd they get that? <laughs> yeah. Just the way that you can just get souls and do stuff. <laughs> oh with yeah. Souls okay. In this, just, in this just show. a your Red Cross today yeah. to donate your soul. The way that Shinji's mom's soul is. <laughs> well, because it, it seems like, yeah, it's blurring the line between an angel and an Ava. And so, like, what better mm. source than an angel as the person inside, I guess? 
yeah, it's yeah. Mm. I guess it's just yeah. If, effectively, they're just um, autopilot avas. But also, but, I want to bring up the uh, fact yeah, that know. in uh, Japanese culture, the dove is seen as like a bird of death, which is like more Western is like a raven or like a crow. So this is this is meant to be doom in the form of a giant dove. Uh, interesting. Well. That's that's interesting because in the Christian imagery, though, mm. doves also have that connotation, that more Western connotation. So, you know, it makes me wonder, are they going with more the Japanese death imagery or the Christian dove? I don't know <laughs> which one is more yeah. prominent. Maybe that's I've the seen a few anime one. with like doves and there's like or death. Or it's the so hope yeah, of death. But, yeah, it's probably a mixture of both. Ah, oh, when she crushes. Ah, oh, like it's a like sham wow. it out like a dishcloth. That's so disgusting. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh god. Oof. Oh, it's so mm-hmm. it's so bad. How she just says this is it as well. F in the chat. Ends. F oh. in the chat. GGs. GGs. Masato. You could kind of see the mm-hmm. moment that she she got plugged as well, though. Mm. God damn. She's so fucking cool. Oh, she's such a badass. Here we go. <laughs> another controversial scene. <laughs> but, like, look, I can defend this because she knows she's not getting out of this, so this is just an empty promise. <laughs> I mean, the kissing part, that's a, another thing entirely, but the promise okay. to do more, she's BSing. <laughs> Yeah. Nope. Yeah, she knows she's never gonna have to cash that check or pay out on that check, I guess. Oh god. <sighs> it's interesting how she always every sort of iteration of this, she always kind of um, mm-hmm. makes gives Shinji the decision. Like, you know, mm-hmm. she's like, you know, you know, decide to do this for yourself kind of thing. You know, don't do this for other people. Do do it for yourself. Because she's the only one who actually cares, honestly. Everyone else wants to use him mm-hmm. as a tool. And she's ultimately being like, look, you can be the savior or you can just sit here. Just do whatever you want. Because she was a tool, you know, she was going to be the first pilot. True, and then. Yeah. The second impact happened, and she lost everyone she's loved, and she's traumatized. <laughs> and the uh, R seventeen yeah. here to indicate there's some mature content. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> it really lingers on that too. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I was just saying she's she's really uh, she's really laying it on thick here. She's really. Um, really milking this moment well it's not gonna be too much longer yeah exactly (laughs) as long as you live is not uh... (laughs) oh five minutes all right i can live with that seeing if any of these doors say a113 or whatever that pixar classroom was (laughs) (laughs) it is uh, i think it is really effective that there's this moment of kind of silence and um 
sort of slow lingering thing after everything that's yes. just happened and every, everything that's about to happen. Yeah. It's, um, it's great it's pacing. Really nice. Yeah. And just so many just still images of them just looking at each other. Like you don't see the, like the lips flapping or anything. You just, you don't need to cause you, you, you hear it and you just see the visualization of them just talking eye to eye. Mm. That cross thing she wears, that was her father's, wasn't it? Yes. Her father gave him, gave her that mm-hmm. before, you know, as he put her in the, that whatever, she, whatever he put her in. It was almost like yeah. a, a plug, like a dummy plug that he put her in. So yeah. yeah. That's, right. That's how grown-ups kiss. There's more in store when you R-17. Whoop. <laughs> R-20. <laughs> See ya. Oh, dang. R-20. Oh, that's even more advanced. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> You cannot advance. Um, <laughs> oh, good, good, dude. Oh god. Yeah, <laughs> she just wanted to get that new carpet. I could totally imagine Oscar ragging on her for having other, you know, having carpet that wasn't up to her standard. And then boom! Ah, that little flash of Ray is so good. Yeah, I yeah. wish another it was emotionally a go- charged. Elevator scene. Yeah. I wish it was a ghostly pen pen. Bit bit more movement in this one. <laughs> ah, Shinji. Down he goes. And then back to Asuka. <laughs> Hell yeah! Oh! <laughs> in case you forgot. <laughs> there you go. She gets a box cutter out and <laughs> Always cut away from yourself, everyone. So yeah, the classical music here feels like such a good choice. Classical music. Mm. Yeah, what is what's the name of the, this is air, isn't it? Air on a G string? Yes, I want to say. I think it's the name of this track. Also the name of my favorite uh, outdoor strip club. <laughs> <laughs> God, look at it. Like the fucking mouths on these things, like you mm-hmm. know, those huge smiling lips. Ugh, so gross, They're creepy. She's just carving away sections of the of the landscape here. Fuck. Oh shit. Yep. <laughs> well, she just walks in the room like, ah, oh, fuck. Basement's flooded. <laughs> Get the buckets. <laughs> God, just a sense of momentum and weight in the animation. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we talked about this a lot, like the sense of scale and just the sense of mm-hmm. scope that you get with this thing. It's just, you can't beat it. Like, it's better than it. 90% of the mecha anime I've seen. <laughs> it's like, I just see these giant mechs, Is... like, just flying around and whipping around. Like, no, there needs to be weight to this thing. Right. I remember you mentioning Gurren Lagann in a previous episode. Um, mm-hmm. Is one of is either Ava oh, or Gurren Lagann go. your favorite mecha, or is there another mecha anime you like better? I mean, I just see Ava as beyond you know definition of a mecha. It's just mm. the best. Where Gurren Lagann's more of a straight up mecha. So I would say like Gurren Lagann, mm. I love because. It goes with the absurdity of it, where it's like, oh, we need a bigger robot. No, a bigger robot. A biggest robot. Whereas this <laughs> does more of the, like, let's see what makes the pilots tick and the robots come after. Sure. 
Now we've got an interesting scene coming up here with uh, with Gendo and Ritsuko. Oh, so good. I don't know if you know too much about this, Khalil, but there's a Gendo says something and the line is mm-hmm. inaudible, or it's uh, yeah, there's no sound basically. Mm-hmm. And I think behind the scenes there was a there was a problem with the recording, like they they basically lost that section of the of the line. Of the of the audio, um, so it's been up for debate about what he actually says, and I think it's coming up here. Yep. Yeah, Ritsuko Akagi, I really did. Yeah, I was reading up on the no IMDb subtitle. trivia, and uh, it says the line was never scripted. Is what it says <laughs> according to IMDb, oh, yeah. which mm-hmm. you know who knows if that's actually the correct answer, but right. Interesting. What do you reckon he says? I hate kids. Oh. <laughs> Risco Akaga, I really did. I hate kids. <laughs> and she says, liar? What? <laughs> it's probably something like, I truly care or something like that. And it's like, bullshit. Yeah. You've done too much. <laughs> I think I think the um, I think the dominant theory is, you know, I really did love you or something like that. Because they were kind of, mm-hmm. they, were, they were fucking. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so I think it was something like that, and that was what prompts her to call him a liar. Oh, look uh, at the animation on her face, Kalima! Like, Kalima! <laughs> <laughs> She's got like nine seconds left, and just mm. gets rid of that thing. Oh, uh, oh and no! Here's where the turn. Oh. God. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jesus Christ. And oh. the VA is doing it. Just this, such a visceral job with these lines. God. Yeah. <laughs> Can't really call them lines, these inarticulate sounds. Yeah. Oh. So good. And I love that she's, and she's just like, just so desperate but you know at the same time you know just so um you know just so determined but so unable to just like you know to do anything she's just like i'll kill you i'll kill you i'll kill you like she's just really trying to get back at them and they fucking regenerate oh remember the first time i watched this when i saw them regenerating i just went oh no just oh it's always the, the tragedy smiles. of the redhead with the eye patch needed. <sighs> Whether it's a fourteen-year-old pilot or a woman who thinks she's a fourteen-year-old, eighteen-year-old, <laughs> <laughs> a high school wrestling champion. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this ripping out it, the entrails. Oh, it's so <clears throat> gross. And you know she's just feeling every. Mm-hmm. But it's yeah, not deterring her. She like... wants to kill him. Yeah, she's just so, oh, so determined, but just can't. Oh, this is heart wrenching stuff. 
God, there's just nothing to say here. No. Just, ah. oh. And then split. Oh. Yeah, Shinji, I don't blame you for being hesitant right now. <laughs> yeah. After hearing that. Yeah. Then Plus, you, you know, I'd, I'd feel pretty uncomfortable seeing uh, seeing Oscar right now after yeah. what happened twenty minutes ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true. <laughs> is it is it twenty minutes? Like, how much time has passed within the movie's like timeline? Is it all Good happening question. kind of real time here? Or? Let's see. We're forty yeah. minutes into the movie. I would believe it's probably real time. Yeah, possibly. Really? Once the I attack mean, happens, it seems like it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it will probably take a, a minute for the defense force to mobilize to that degree, but um, yeah, I'd say a lot of this would happen uh, would happen f- pretty quickly. Oh, such okay. good imagery. So, oh, it's so gnarly. And the scream. Oh. Real... A fucking Laura Palmer scream over yeah, here. Yeah, really. <laughs> so intense. <laughs> oh, well, well, that's the end of the commentary. Thanks, everyone. Should, should we continue? <laughs> I guess we'll stay Can for the we credits. Are skipping this intermission, or are we talking <laughs> no, during we, this intermission? Let, well, we'll, we'll talk, talk through this stuff. Yeah. That sounds good to me. <clears throat> um, interesting, interesting approach with these credits. Yeah. Um, I do remember the first time we watched this, um, you know, getting to the scene, and I was like, Wait, what? That seemed really short. <laughs> I was like, wow. Glad that clarified the ending. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So much better. <laughs> but then I think I was just like I kept watching because I was just so entranced by these uh <laughs> by these spinning spinning credits. Um Yeah, so what do we think of the first half of the film so far? It's pretty um I hot take. Pretty, I think pretty it's pretty good. good. <laughs> Yeah. Oh shit. Oh Whoa. shit. I damn. Know. Damn. God, you hit. You hit some choice words here, times. but my god. God damn. Um, so this first half was directed by someone other than Arno, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, he's he's yeah. like listed as supervising director, but that sure. just means he does what he does and he lets other people handle stuff he doesn't want to do. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> so who was the director on this path? Do we know? This uh, might have been Sur- Suramaki? Yeah, I think it's Suramaki. That's yeah. the FLCL guy, right? Yeah, he eventually did FLCL after this, yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, Suramaki feels like kind of an unsung hero for Evangelion because I believe he's involved really heavily in the rebuilds as well. And Ano typically gets almost all the credit. The same way, you know, Lynch gets almost all the mm-hmm. credits for Twin Peaks. Um, right. You need mm-hmm. a, a head kind of or a face. And don't get me wrong, Ano and Lynch are both fantastic. Um yeah, Suramaki definitely was doing a lot of work on this too. L- let me ask you this, Khalil. We um we mm. talked about this on Pod a little while ago. Do you think Arno has is a Twin Peaks fan or likes <laughs> David Lynch? Has he ever made a comment about it? Not that I've been able to I find. I haven't found any either. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, I will um, say, l- listeners, I, I if mentioned... you if you know, let me know. Let us know. Yeah, <laughs> I mentioned uh, earlier that I. I've done some analysis of Revolutionary Girl Utsuna, and the main director behind that, uh, Kunihiko Ikahara, has made claims of being a David Lynch fan, uh, really admiring mm-hmm. his work. 
like favorite director kind of stuff. And Ikahara sure. and Anno were very good friends. Um, mm. I was reading up on the uh, yeah. trivia that apparently Ikahara was invited to work on Evangelion, didn't proceed with that. So it just makes me wonder, considering their relationship, I, I could picture Ikahara talking to Anno about David Lynch. Um, it wouldn't like, hey, surprise you should check me. this shit out. <laughs> yeah. It wouldn't surprise me at all. Uh, but I, beyond like just blind speculation, I don't know. I don't know how much Anno's what, what kind of films Anno likes. Do we know any of his like film taste outside of animation? We know he loves Common Rider. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Only huh. that kind of shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, let me ask you another question then. What if you were to show this film to David Lynch? What do you think David Lynch would say? <laughs> really? Nice. What's in it? What's in Evangelion? <laughs> Why is that boy masturbating? <laughs> well, from a visual standpoint, you know, he comes from that painting background. I think you would appreciate sure, yeah. Yeah. the the imagery of it, even if it doesn't necessarily like make a whole lot of mm. sense to him out of context. Hmm. And I feel like it'd be a little hypocritical from to judge something that's confusing. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> I think you'd like it. I'm sure there's a lot of parallels that you can draw between, uh, you know, the human instrumentality project and the unified field and all this transcendental yeah. meditation bullshit. Sure. Yeah. Um, the, uh, this Wes Anderson's a big film, fan of this film, apparently. Mm, yep. Did you see the Isle of Dogs movie that he made? Which is apparently <laughs> I seen that one inspired yet. by this. Really? It's inspired by this. Apparently. Wow. That's like one of the ones I haven't seen. <laughs> I tried to watch it a while ago and it's, um, I didn't get into it. <laughs> I mean, it I looked great, Fantastic but I just Mr. couldn't. Fox. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was, that yeah, was good. Yeah, same. I love that movie. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, I just could not get into Isle of Dogs. It was just, I don't know, something about it. I just couldn't, couldn't get into it. I couldn't see any parallels oh. either. But if you want to see an actual parallel, see Nope. And you can see Jordan Peele loves Evangelion. Yep. <laughs> Also, oh, Akira. Yeah. Akira, no. yeah. He got the slide in. Mm-hmm. He did it. He got the, yeah, yes. Akira slide. It's good. And back to the movie. <laughs> there we go. So, I love this. Gendo's explaining it out. Okay, okay Just the Ray. arm falls. Let me, let me just... Let me <laughs> We've just... all had those kind <laughs> of days. Yeah. It's all about the let he said, she said. <laughs> Listen, Ray, here's what's going to happen. He's just mansplaining all this, yep. all this philosophical <laughs> shit to it. <laughs> you know, I've got Adam. That's Lilith. She looks so impressed. Listen, Ray, <laughs> you just need to invest in crypto. You need to invest in crypto, Ray. What are you doing? <laughs> She's literally falling asleep. Now, did he have to put his hand right there? That's uh, No. I think he just... I mean, he could, probably could have gone straight in for the navel, right? Yeah, like, he could uh, have. But it's Gendo. I think for the viewer, it adds that feeling of, you know, being uncomfortable. But yeah, from Gendo's perspective, like, why, man? Yeah, just... <laughs> Could you not? I was going to say, now's not the time, but there is no time, Gendo. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> this is, well, I mean, literally, this is probably literally the only time. He's like, oh, wait a minute. Shinji exists. Oh, wait, fuck. That boy you pro you programmed me to fall for. Oh no. 
this Paulette spear off the moon. Off the fucking moon. Ah, <laughs> uh, just that shot of it against the neck. Just ah, uh, so good. All the monoliths freaking out. Oh shit! It's happening! You have great choreography to say all these things at the same time. <laughs> For real. <laughs> they like practice this, rehearse this, or something? They could have a 12 man podcast and they cannot jumble over each other. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what Sele's been doing with all their free time. Like maybe they've been practicing. Yeah, maybe. I mean, they've, you know, they talk about all their scenarios and stuff. They've been. It's probably some weird thing that, like, Sele members are, like, freakishly old and have somehow found the way to, you know, live for hundreds of years, maybe. Well, that know. one head dude, when we saw him, I mean, it was a human. He had, like, the Cyclops visor and he was attached to all that machinery. That's right, yeah. Resurrect now the central tree. On some level, it almost feels like power dynamics. It's just a series of like parents or government officials or like shadowy, uh, you know, people in power just screwing over like the youth. Like literally, like just the younger generation getting constantly manipulated. Uh, Yeah, yeah, it's not great. (laughs) It's, um, no, I guess you could describe it as not great. It's not great. Where <laughs> here we go. Here's here's the sephira or whatever. That's the symbol from some religion. God, what an insightful comment that was. Great, Good job. well done. I just <laughs> want to know where was Sele on January sixth. I want to know where were they. <laughs> <laughs> this movie is set in what 2016? 2015. Yeah. 2015, 2016. Yeah. One of the two, yeah. One of the two, yeah. Sele put. Uh... I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna make that joke. <laughs> um... <laughs> it's too played out this time. God, this is. Of all the movies that have kind of like depicted the apocalypse, I think this has got to be just one of the most insane yeah like, this is just like i can't take my eyes off this it's great it's 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 incredible okay yeah restoring the geo front to its original form so the geo front was obviously the black moon of lilith or whatever yep yeah there we go lilith egg the origin of human life yeah, that's it. Yeah, you can God, totally follow this. fucking lore on this show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't you get I'm it, guys? Look at all the pretty colors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it wasn't Adam and Eve. It was Lilith and the big old egg. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Now, Ray, guide me to Yui. Now, Gendo, go fuck yourself. Fuck you. Give me that, <laughs> give me that hand. <laughs> <laughs> Why? It is funny. She just grows the arm back. <laughs> just whoop. It's that bub- that bubbling effect is so f- is so gross. 
nope, I gotta care for Shinji like you should. <laughs> yeah. So when she says, I'm not your doll, and that she looks exactly like a Barbie doll. Yep. Like anatomically. That Lilith's face, is that a mask with the several eyes, or is it its actual face? It is a mask, because it falls yeah. off. Oh wait, does it fall off in Thrice Upon a Time though? I'm trying one of these in one of these instances it falls off. It might be this or it might be Thrice mm-hmm. Upon a Time. Let's find out. <laughs> no. Let's find out. It's like some kind of Shin Megami Tensei or Persona type like Here it is, it's gonna fall off. Going. Okay. Oh. oh there we go. Oh, it's kinda of melting off, yeah. And just Ritzko's corpse just floating there. <laughs> yeah. There we go. I love like the animation is so good just with like the like the chewing the chewed chewing gum sort of pull yeah effect and mm-hmm. stuff it's so good it's like a rejuvenating facial mask you know <laughs> yeah. it's like a whole new person when you take it off it's yeah. like a better animated stay puff marshmallow man yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> god imagine seeing this shit like <laughs> fire out that's a reasonable reaction like, yeah, they just they just went right through her psyche. God damn! Wow. So Shinji's basically crucified at this point, right? Yeah, he just yeah. Unit one has been crucified. It's the what is the pillar that will awaken the blah blah blah, whatever they described it as. Yeah, this <laughs> this vaguely theological phrasing. Oof. Yeah, just the way it comes up too, just uh torso first and then comes over. Just uh so creepy. Yeah, very similar it's... to the movement of those uh mass produced Avas earlier, right? Because they were kind of doing the same thing. Yeah. yeah. Torso first. There's something so creepy about um you know, a, a being like that that just has these huge eyes and just that maniacal smile. Like, it's just so unsettling. Almost the only thing more terrifying than a giant monster that looks angry is a giant monster that looks happy. <laughs> There's something wrong. <laughs> yeah. That. Exactly. Exactly that. And it also vaguely looks like the kid's mom. <laughs> yeah, there's that. <laughs> Speaking of imagery. Yeah, this is so creepy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> the shots of Shinji with the oh. Shinji just doesn't know what the fuck is happening. Nope. Like. <laughs> yeah. I no love shit. the visualization of the graph there. Yeah. Like. Yeah. <laughs> this is what's happening. <laughs> it's just a scroll line. Yeah. <laughs> Twenty fourteen. Do the lyrics here have a translation of what's being sang or chanted in the background? I don't know. I guess it's just some... I've never looked into that. Yeah. It's probably some Gregorian chant. It's saying, buy more Ava merch. (laughs) (laughs) Avoid the shave impact. Use Gillette. (laughs) 
Now, if you were Shinji and you just, would you find Kaoru comforting to you in that time? No, I wouldn't. I don't know if I'd find anything comforting. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, oh God, I just killed you. What? <laughs> I want as little of anything as possible in this time. Don't show me anything new <laughs> at all. Doesn't matter what it is. So hang on. So, oh God, it's so hard to decipher what's happening here. Well, he's the tree of life. The, the, fu- <laughs> the funny, the funny thing about this is, well, the ironic thing about this series and this movie is that the characters explain everything that is happening. Mm-hmm. but it makes no fucking sense. No sense. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, they're explaining literally he is, you know, he is becoming the tree of life or, you know, but then you just, this Ray is your, like they're spelling it out. Yeah. It's just like a severe lack of context though. We don't yeah, know what these yeah, yeah. words, like how to attach them. Yeah, exactly. Which I can understand if someone doesn't like that. Like, if they don't like Evangelion yeah. because of that kind of storytelling. Um, yeah. I think it still works for me, but... Yeah. It is a different kind of storytelling. And it's more than you get with Twin Peaks. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially with the return. <laughs> you, you don't get people spelling things out. Uh, there's Hardly. occasionally moments where, like, Gordon Cole will explain what the Blue Rose is or something like that. Yeah, like a huge exposition dump. Yep. Um, <laughs> oh, this. I love these scenes. Like these scenes with the, you know, with the stage lights and the, you know, like the behind the scenes stuff. Like it just, I don't know. It just gives it this whole meta angle that I just, I just love to chew on in my mind. It's, it's so good. Oh, yeah. And the fact that that mother looks like Masato. You think? Mm. It kind of looks like Masato to me. Oh, yeah, because it's... Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I love this sort of grainy filter. Yeah, it it feels almost like analog horror, right? Because you have, like, the darkness, the graininess. That sense of the unknown is just there. Like, you couldn't see the woman's face, but it kind of looks like Masato. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, it's, yeah, it's, you know, kind of, yeah, it's a hazy. The mountains look hazy, like, like here. memories are. Yeah. Two hills, very reminiscent of, you know, the giant breasts that are right now in front yeah, of him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, streetlight's on. Better get home. Was that a, was that a thing for... For you guys in the States? It was for me, yeah. And once the streetlights go on, you go home? Yep. Yeah. Or at least text or call to make sure I'm safe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I think it's a distinctly American thing. I don't think we ever did that. God, just... Like you were saying, Khalil, some of these... Just the composition of, of some yeah. of these shots is just... No wonder Wes Anderson likes it so much. Like all the yeah. symmetry. And <laughs> all the symmetry, yeah. His like, defining characteristic. Yeah. I mean, also the way the lights are, it's almost like eyes looking onto him. Yep. Oh. Yeah. And then if you want to connect the hills, almost like a smile below it. Like there's so many different like subliminal levels you could take it if you wanted to. But I think yeah. it, it works even just on its own. Hmm. 
So this is so all this this is kind of happening in Shinji's head, isn't it? Yep. Mm-hmm. Is it? Yeah. That's all I'm right. taking it at least. He's remembering all of this stuff. And he's remembering this that he wasn't even around for. <laughs> is that because yeah, he's interacting right. with um the merging of con no, that hasn't even happened yet. Hmm. How is he getting this? Yeah, good question. Because unless I miss something, <laughs> th- this is this is basically um, Masato and Kaji's week long fuck face, right. wasn't it? Th- yeah. Did I miss Masato already being in the goo? No, right. So how would he have this? I mean, I always took it she's part of the goo because she saw the ghost ray before she died. Okay, yeah. that would make sense. That's a good interpretation here. Yeah. He looks so angry. He's so yeah, angry. it's just his expression. Just leave, dude. <laughs> you don't need to see yeah. it. Oh, there we go. Melted hearts are showing you the side of me that you never knew existed. Yeah, mm. so she must already be in the goo. Good soup. So is so human instrumentality has started, yes? Yeah. Yeah, because when he was crucified and became the tree of life or whatever, that was kind of the start of it, wasn't it? God, this is... Uh, Here we go. This is going to... The shots of the hand. Ah. God, I've got nothing to say about this. It's just... I mean, so much of the power is the editing, just the yeah. how long things linger, what it cuts to, that mm. super like rapid fire that Evangelion even has in its opening so much. Yeah. Do it. Oh. We get it, Shinji. Just stare at boobs. We get it. <laughs> Shinji just wants someone to be nice to him. It's all he wants. Oh, he's being such an incel right now. Yep. <laughs> Hello, one ticket to Joker, please. <laughs> <laughs> How do you think Anna would feel about Joker? That's that's a very important question. <laughs> I think you wouldn't get it. <laughs> Does he know we live in a society? Does Otto know? <laughs> He does, and I'm pretend. I'm sick of pretending that he doesn't. I'm sick of pretending we don't live in Tokyo Three. I'm sick of it. <laughs> Good, here we go. I admit, I would very much want a commentary of Ano talking through Joker. Joker. <laughs> I'd be so interested <laughs> what he'd have to say. <laughs> he'd be like, "That was pussy shit. This needs to be more suffering, more suffering, more." Yeah. <laughs> and then Lynch walks in. Oh, yeah, yeah, more. Make her suffer. <laughs> pen pen. The only pen pen we yeah, get in this movie. Is. You know, less is more sometimes, I guess. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. Best character. 
See, he may only be on the screen for like a Pathetic. second, but it's the image we all remember when we think of End of Evangelion. Yes, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the one. Pen looking. <laughs> the single defining image looking, of this film. <laughs> knowing. Pen Pen probably understands this better than anyone else. Oh yeah, this is just Tuesday for him. <laughs> Human instrumentality, it's not penguin instrumentality. So exactly. Read into that however you want. I mean, in Thrice Upon a Time, when instrumentality happens, there's a, a shot of a kid carrying his dog going up. So I guess hmm. he changed it in the, That's curious. In the interim. Yeah, I guess. So, okay. Hmm. Yeah. You know the deep lore about animals in the uh, in the orange goo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God, here we go. Yeah. I've got my volume down really low. Is this the song starting? It is. Yeah, it? It yes, is. it is. Khalil, what's your opinion? What's your opinion on this song? <laughs> um, I think it's very well utilized. I think it's very good. I think I like a lot of people. I knew about the song and the use of it before I'd seen any Evangelion. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it was a total surprise when I eventually got to this point in the film. I knew it was coming, but. Mm. It's so good. It's so good. But Khalil, where was it in your Spotify wrapped? <laughs> <laughs> this song was number one on my Spotify wrapped, um, <laughs> which you might have seen on a lot, of, a lot of hand imagery in this film, isn't there? A lot of hand imagery between arms falling off, hands reaching through bodies, grabbing, hands covered in bodily and fluids. And then obviously the yeah. Elmer's glue <laughs> incident. A lot of hands. A lot of hands. Very, very handsy film. Ah, I don't know. The anti-Tarantino. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it equals zero. I'm sure equals this zero. means something. <laughs> the limit does not exist. So hang on. Peep. So hang on. The commander's at Nerve are still alive and doing stuff in this? I mean, yeah, What's they're happening? in the black moon. Oh, there's a whole lot of dead bodies... Oh, yeah, I guess there's the whole of dead bodies down there on the ground. Yeah. But they're just chilling in that black moon. By using the, oh, there we I go, the black moon. we're already asking for it by using the Netflix version, but I wish they subtitled the song like at the top or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like the lyrics. God, the song is so fucking good, you guys. Now, guys, let's God. talk. Where in Twin Peaks could we put this song? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. I mean, the Freddy fight would be, I think, comedic. <laughs> what that would do to the tone. As soon as the no, no, no replace the um, replace that screeching orchestral score from Part Eight when the bomb drops. <laughs> you know, <it's> sl- <laughs> slow zoom. That could be really good. Slow Andrew zoom the into sweeping. the atomic bomb. Yeah, the sweep. <laughs> the yeah, it's, it's almost sweeping. as long. <laughs> it's almost, almost as long as, as long. that scene. <laughs> there was the uh, yeah, we, the part where the one roadhouse uh person at the seat i forget her name but she crawled onto the floor and was screaming that that very that's thing. right yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that yeah. feels appropriate to the music mm-hmm. yeah here we go here's the the ghostly rose yeah there we go so he was in love with the side so this is so this is basically everyone turning into soup going through the being entered into the human instrumentality project yep. i guess right yeah it is such an interesting way to portray the rapture, basically. Like, 
You would think, it's like, oh, it's bodies flowing up to heaven, or, like, Endgame, where it's like, we're all turning to dust. Like, no, you're turning into a giant Fanta. <laughs> why do you think, okay, why do you think you get presented with the love of your life, or an image of the love of your life, before you get exploded into Fanta? I think why it, do you think that is? It's just meant to be the, your next form of I almost think it's, like, piece. inviting you in. Yeah. Right? Like it's it's something you would want to be drawn to. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's taking that form. My uh, a, a reading that I've seen somewhere or I've read or heard somewhere was that it was that apparently the process of becoming LCL is like excruciatingly painful. Mm. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so and so presenting, you know, your loved one in front of you during that process mm. is like a way of sort of like assuaging that. And I think that, you know, long hair guy who just sees all the ghostly rays is like, you know, screaming in yeah. pain and terror. Um, so why does he not see the love of his life? Why does he see that? Because I, I don't think he has one. Yeah. I think that's the answer <laughs> to that. Is that yeah. He just doesn't have, I mean, he, I mean, throughout the series, he was quite a solitary kind of figure. He was just, you know, he'd just go to work, he'd do his thing, he'd be strumming his guitar Child. or whatever, but he... Just this shot of just the half-eaten Gendo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tumbling down. And the three rays. Now, so why are these things impaling themselves? Penetration. Yeah, penetration. <laughs> That's my answer. Because <laughs> look how they're reacting to it. Okay. Yeah, it's like ecstatic. Like they're they're in ecstasy. Yep. It's in the world, and I feel fine. You just hear the screaming, like all those little red specks are what souls flying up into. Yep. The soup. God. I mean, even then, that's a lot of people still on Earth after multiple impacts. Yeah. You know, not to read too much into this, but yeah, between the music having the uplifting tone, but the dark lyrics, but also like visually having the sexual tones of like hurts so good kind of idea. It's like mm-hmm. the, yeah. the little death kind of idea almost I'm thinking here. Yeah. That there is a weird conflation of pleasure and pain. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. And the Speaking opening of, of the third sexual eye. Imagery. Speaking of special imagery. Yeah, sexual imagery. Yeah. Oh, what are you talking about? That yeah, is extremely like, painful looking. Yeah. yeah. That is, that's more than just, you know, a depiction of a slit. There was like yeah. anatomically correct <laughs> details in that. Like, how do we make opening the third Imagine eye very sexual? <laughs> yeah. <sighs> God, what a fucking sequence this is. I know. Oh just God. This is why I want to see this in theaters. I want to see this madness on the big screen. God, I would love to I would love to see this on a big screen. It would be incredible. I'd be so torn cuz I'd want to like have my eyes on the screen the whole time, but I'd also be really tempted to turn around and look at everyone else's reactions. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. To see how they're reacting would be so much fun too. I would try so yeah. hard to go with someone who's never seen anything and just this yes. different experience. Yes. <laughs> that's my um that's my secret plan. I've got a I've got a buddy who have been trying to or I've suggested watch Evangelion a few times. He's like, oh, yeah, I'll get around to it one day. Mm-hmm. You should start I a podcast with that if... person when you show it to them. <laughs> <laughs> Good idea. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but no, I'm just thinking if, if this ever came out in the cinemas, I'd, I'd just take him to it, you know, say, actually, don't watch any Evangelion. Just come along to this. And we'll see. 
I think if someone's like willing to just experience something without understanding, End of Evangelion can really work without any context. God, just yes. as a yeah. visual yeah. auditory like feast. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, yeah, our buddy Mike from um, Random Acts of Cinema, he was very, he just he just watched this by itself, and he, he liked the imagery, but he prefers paprika to, like, obscure, like, imagery in anime, okay. so it's like, that's respectable, but at least he enjoyed this for what it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and here we go. We're in the real world. I, the original idea for this was to have cameras at the theaters so every <laughs> audience could see themselves. <laughs> That would have absolutely just thrown people for a loop, hey? That would have... That's oh, when you go man. and you propose to your partner. <laughs> on, on <screen>. yeah. <laughs> That's right. We're part of the human instrumentality project now. Can you imagine a less romantic film to, <laughs> to propose to somebody? <laughs> I love maybe the like cat. Sa- like Sailor or something, maybe. I don't know. Good cat. <sighs> Good cat. That's probably the second most Are, important image after Pen Pen. Yeah. <laughs> but then also, Craig, this is going to be that whole live action section that they made him cut out where mm. it's Masato waking up and she's neighbors with Oscar and all that. Have, have, have you heard about this, Khalil? It was a, I, I, like IMDb a... trivia came through for me a few minutes before yeah. we started. But but uh, why did it get cut? Like, I, I guess I missed that maybe when I was reading. But like, um, who put the, the no on that? I think probably Arno decided to cut it. At the last, mm. it's it was it's quite a long sequence. Yeah, it's a very long sequence. Long. Um, oh, I was a dude with a Ray plushie in the front. Yeah, there. so funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because this was recorded at the premiere of Death True Squared. Yeah, mm. right. Which was the the stupid recut of the of the series, right? That's what yeah, that is. Very bad yeah. recap movie. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't it feel good? <laughs> you fucking nerds. Those are the three there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so these are the voice actresses who mm. play those characters <laughs> that they play. Right? It should be, yeah, Masato, right, Asuka, and Ray. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Eh? Yeah. I thought that was the case. I couldn't remember if I'd imagined that or not, though. And then there's them in costume. You can see the Ray wig. Yeah, that's right. I've I've been resisting making the doesn't want a space odyssey you know connections with the monoliths <laughs> earlier, but but this yeah. like color grading reminds me a lot of some of the imagery that gets mm. warped and changed in the color at a certain section later in the film. If you know what I'm talking about, yeah, 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 <laughs> absolutely. That's a film, Ano. De- There's no way Ano hasn't seen doesn't want. Then the yeah. guy on the left, he flips off the Absolutely camera. Not. Look at that guy; he's flipping off yeah. the camera. Yeah, like, yo, he's our hero. <laughs> Ano had that man shot later that day. <laughs> no, that that man went and saw this film and then stood up and was like, holy shit, look, it's me! <laughs> and that man grew up to be Hideo Kojima. <laughs> Whoa! Sure the timeline matches up. Yes. <laughs> Don't read into it. <laughs> okay, now what... Why is the Ray Angel spouting blood from her neck now what's happening because is shinji, this because shinji has said no yeah that's what because shinji said no he's rejecting this the the okay yep 
cool makes sense totally makes sense <laughs> makes craig sense. are you even paying attention <laughs> i mean come on <laughs> it's right there this is an ocean of lcl okay cool yeah a lot of parallels you could make to the unified field here from old mate dave's transcendental meditation talks and if you like that kind of stuff as well another anime serial experiments lane has a lot of stuff with the collective unconscious that uh definitely parallels cue i need to rewatch that last time i saw it was in high school and it it kept me up for a, a day or two <laughs> <laughs> i i love lane it's such a such a good series All right, so they're in the ocean of LCL. So this is just the essence of humanity, pretty much. Yeah. He's getting the talk and how people are made, yeah. <laughs> Everyone remembers when they had the talk yeah. with someone they care about. <laughs> Gendo wasn't around for this, you know, to have the talk, so. <laughs> now, does, okay, now does Shinji have this for, this human form because he's, making the decision to come out of yeah he's keeping his individual self yeah okay right okay there's some self-preservation in him what do you guys reckon if you guys were okay if the human instrumentality project happened and you're basically given the choice of being in this blissful singular consciousness or coming back to whatever world still exists. What do you reckon? What would you did, choose? Did you ask a similar question about the same thing, but like the pyramid falling on us or something? I remember in an episode you asked something similar, but uh, <laughs> yeah, considering yeah. you're not posing death as the option, I think it stacks the deck one way here. <laughs> I would totally want to emerge out of the goo. I mean, what am I seeing in the goo? I, that's what I want to know. God, it's such a weird concept to think about, eh? Like... What would, a, what would a singular consciousness even be like without individuality? It would be so, yeah, such a foreign concept. So what about you, Craig? Are you taking the plunge or are you uh, staying individual? What are you doing? Eh, some days I kind of think, God, it would be nice to not have any fear or worry or any of that human bullshit but <laughs> i don't know but the idea of of the human of you know a singular consciousness that, like, that it does terrify me mm -hmm. so i don't know i would probably come out of the goo yeah you can't social distance in the goo you're just one <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think i hate people too much to <laughs> be a singular consciousness no that's the hard part right do you want to go back in the world which sucks or do you want to stay in the goo where there's people yeah. Oh, yeah. What a tough choice. Cool. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck's happening here. Are these these are all the souls? Freedom. That are Free yeah. Freedom. Out? I don't know. Yeah. Then Bill okay, Murray. So reality is from places on you. <laughs> the truth lies within our hearts. Okay. So is this representing other people outside of Shinji? And uh, obviously, later Asuka breaking free. All these red dots. Well, I always interpreted I it as so. the goo is no longer like going to be forced. 
for all the souls, how everyone's going to have to go through their own mental prison and navigate their own individuality. Mm-hmm. Here's, here's a question. What do the crosses represent? Because initially I thought that, you know, a cross was like, you know, someone had died or been raptured and that's what, you know, they, and they come up as the cross. But then mm-hmm. their souls are kind of transcending as those just little red dots. So what are the crosses? Are they like... I mean, a collect- if I, I interpret it like that Serial Experiments Lane lens, it's almost like a network or a grid. Like it looks like it's mm. connecting everything through like the wires right. or something. So I almost yeah. look at it as like a field, right? Yeah. 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 Makes sense. Or like the pl- well. <laughs> the flower has blossomed and yeah. <laughs> ready for the harvest. I mean, also we've gotten cross so if I look at it as a field of flowers. When the Avas go berserk and like a, and a cross of energy shoots out, so... Maybe it's also like energy awakening. You know, it's various things that the cross has shown. But hang on, all these all these crosses are now ascending. Hmm. I mean, it just looks cool. Uh, It looks cool, Greg. Just agree. It looks cool. (laughs) It looks cool. Don't think about it too much. (laughs) (laughs) We're not here to analyze or discuss any of these things. No, what is this? What is this? A podcast? <laughs> I would love to be sitting next to like Hayao Miyazaki at the premiere to see his reaction to this. <laughs> oh yeah, this is when Miyazaki decided that uh, anime was a mistake. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I just, I just released Princess Mononoke. Anime's great. Comes and sees this. Oh fuck! This, I, I didn't, I didn't realize any that that film came out at the same time as. EOE, did you know that? Yep. They were, like, they were in cinemas at the same time. That's fucking wild. Yep. <laughs> That's crazy. It's like um, it's like the situation in, I think it was in like 1984 when like like Ghostbusters, The Karate Kid and some other classic film were all in, and Indiana Jones or something was all in the cinemas within the same week or something. Well, we're going to have it next year with Oppenheimer and Barbie coming out the same day. Yeah, double feature. Let's go, boys. And girls. Um, Barbie's for the boys. Come on. Come on. (laughs) That's what they say about Barbie. Barbie and Barbie's for everyone. Barbie forever. Yeah. yeah. If you know, you know. (laughs) I'll tell I'll tell you later, Khalil. Um, <laughs> okay, thank you. Now this is what are we seeing here? This is a flashback to when Shinji was a baby. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Yui and Fuyutsuki are having a. Yep, the most chat. Yui you ever get in this entire franchise. <laughs> and this is okay. So this must have been just before Yui got to the contact experiment with Unit. Yeah. Okay, more 2001 One. Space Odyssey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagery for sure. here. For sure. God, do you guys ever think about space? Sometimes, <laughs> and then it scares me, and then I stop thinking about it. God, I went to the, I went to the um, observatory with the kids the other day, and they showed the, the space show, and I was just like, holy shit, humans are fucking insignificant, man. Yep. You look at the observable universe, it's like, oh. <laughs> God, it's really humbling. All right, here we go, boys. Here's the another iconic scene. Streak of blood across the fucking solar system here. Giant, oh, here we... Oscan, Shinji, 
Sitting on a beach. Stepping on the beach. Do, do, do. At least her arm's kind of been patched up. That's good. Yeah. I know. It's nice for her <laughs> to come finding back. Finding a silver lining in the situation. <laughs> but she still has an eye patch. And then there's Ghost Ray. I always... I always loved that shot of sh- that close up of Shinji's head turning around, mm-hmm. especially after we've just seen the enormous mm-hmm. ray head in the background. It just gives us this weird kind of distorted sense of scale. It's um, it's very cool. What's not cool is what he does next. <laughs> How long do you think they've been sitting there? I have no like idea. It's time. happening in real time, not very long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like a bunch of stuff is like rusted out. The cross he had of Masato's all rusted. So it's like, we don't mm. even have no idea Apparently how long. There was a, I heard somewhere there was a deleted scene where you see the crosses and there's a broken one. Mm. And apparently there was a scene where Oscar sort of emerged or came out and then saw her cross, which Shinji had put up for her at some point and was like, what? Fuck, I'm not dead. And like, tore it down i'm glad that was cut if that's the case because i like yeah. this as it is personally yeah. i mean i still i don't like this yeah oh you enjoy young you enjoy 14 year old girls being choked do you Khalil? Uh, look okay. i'm fair enough on the record no <laughs> we got him boys we got him <laughs> we got, oh, it was all a trap <laughs> Fell for it. Khalil's just been watching Joker this entire time, but has been watching you. (laughs) Not even watching Evangelion at all. (laughs) Like, the way I try to justify this, even though it's not justifiable, is that he's trying to make sure everything's real. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I I think that's my read of it as well. He's just... Mm -hmm. And... When he feels her hand against his face, that's when he sort of realizes it is, and that's when he's sort of sobbing down and breaking down like this. Also, everything he just experienced, uh, I don't know mm-hmm. what kind of behavior would be normal. Like, I, <laughs> I, I don't blame him for having some weird choices at this given Disgusting. moment. <sighs> the end. The end. <laughs> Imagine being in a cinema and just, that's it. That's it. <laughs> oh, cool. I can... Oh, cool. The preview of Wednesday's coming yeah, up. Yeah, I got yeah. Wednesday, Cyberpunk 2077, and Bullet Train suggested to me because of this. <laughs> so that's the film. I heard a podcast um, where someone had experience with actually seeing this film on initial release in Japan when it came out. And they said it was interesting because, you know, basically it was it was huge. It was a huge deal. You know, lots of hype. And the, you know, the cinemas were doing like, you know, several screenings a day and they were trying to just get people in, screen the film, get people out. And they said it was like the weirdest feeling to be in this packed cinema, go through all of that and then just have that white screen. And then like literally two seconds later, the house lights are coming up and people are being shunted out the door. No time to sort of sit there or process or anything. Yeah. That'd be so powerful. They said they were just in a daze for about 24 hours afterwards which yeah man (laughs) that's a religious experience like that is (laughs) yeah so yeah i mean i think um i think this film is probably what like a good six out of (laughs) ten yeah it's it's fine sort of like a a b plus maybe what do you it's an all right christmas movie (laughs) 
Joker's better. Joker's better. <laughs> uh, the uh, real Jokers <laughs> were the friends we made along the way. way. <laughs> Is there anything else you can say about this movie? <laughs> You know, without spending another six and a half hours trying to dissect everything, what else can you say about this film? It's it's a masterpiece. It's it's just breathtaking. I don't think it was ever needed in the sense that I think that the anime's ending was definitely challenging. But I think mm. you know, if it had ended there, people could figure things out over time. Um, mm. you know, we could research it and come to understand it with what we got. But yeah. I'm so glad End of Evangelion got made. I think that it is so interesting seeing the exterior circumstances to match up with the interior of what was shown in the anime's ending. So I'm just thankful it got made and they were able to bring to life a lot of those ideas that had to be tabled due to budget or time. Um, I think it's amazing. And again, even if someone watches this not understanding Evangelion, I think that from just the visuals and audio alone, like everything from like a technical level, the editing, the voice acting, it's all really top notch. I don't think there's like a weak Mm. area in the film from a technical level. No, absolutely not. It's incredible across the board. And I think you're absolutely right. I think even going in completely blind and no context of, of what is happening you just feel this movie on a on a visceral level. You mm-hmm. feel it and um, you experience it. I mean, it's one of the few non David Lynch films that you know that that consistently do that for me. Mm-hmm. You know, upon every watch. I listened back to our episode where we covered it on our podcast, and I was just floored at how negative I was towards the film I, <laughs> I was interested when I first heard that too I I just recently checked it out and was like wow I'm, I'm going in I, we already had this all planned and I'm like oh man this guy doesn't like it that much but then I kept <laughs> listening and you've clearly changed your mind but that was just your yeah. authentic first reaction I think I spoke about it on pod it was for a long time it was kind of one of a couple of films that I, I had only seen once but would constantly think about. about yeah 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 and I've yeah, I mean I think this is the third time I've seen it now and it's just it's just so so good the abstraction and the you know the surrealism of it is just it it just it sort of just perfectly captures a you know the feeling and a vibe that you just can't put into words Mm -hmm. and um it's just so powerful i know that you've both talked about the the longer running time of the last rebuild film i just want to say i think this movie does so much in like 90 minutes yeah, yes. like mm-hmm. so much in such a short period of time. That's I think very impressive. And it and it's just it is perfectly paced as well because it does mm-hmm. have those intense action sequences. It does have those quiet moments of contemplation. It does have just extended periods of just abstraction. Um, it just is. It just nails it. It's a ten out of ten. Disgusting. Can't praise it enough. Watashiwaru. (laughs) All right. Any final thoughts from you, Vinny? You big weeb. For me, who who loves Evangelion so much, I think, like I love the rebuilds, but I would have perfectly been fine if this was just it. This was it. I'm I'm Mm. out. And because it is legit, one of the best animations you can ever see. It is. It shows you what the medium can be. It shows you that animation isn't a genre. It's cinema. 
it's you know it's that mm-hmm. thing like Guillermo del Toro has recently been saying like animation is cinema it's not a, a genre and this is one of those defining things where it's like yeah it, it makes you think in ways that other that you know live action movies don't like it makes you just feel things that you're uncomfortable with but you probably should like confront about yourself it the music mm-hmm. the visuals the story it's it's something that should be seen on a big screen no matter what and i think it's it says a lot that ano directed a lot of live action before doing the rebuilds because i think deep down he knew like he couldn't top this how can you you know follow mm-hmm. this up with another animated project it's it, this is you know this is something that a director does when they're done when it's our final mm-hmm. film you know like some like hayao miyazaki like he's coming up with another film after 10 years but it's like he ended with the wind rise and i think he should have ended but i'll still look at his new movie but i think ano mm. knew that he had something special here and that's why he went to live action and before he came back but even with thrice upon a time i think he i think he's done enough to show that he is super talented with animation like he can do things no one else can and i'm perfectly fine mm. with him never doing another animated project ever again because he's given us so much influential things and out of his love and pain for like this industry and he will always be a top 10 director for me and this movie as challenging as it is i can rewatch it countless times and feel different things at different points and everyone should mm-hmm. see this at least once yep well said it's like our it's like our old mate uh schopenhauer said you know um, talent is the marksman who can hit a hit a target that others can hit, and the genius is the marksman who can hit a tel- hit a target that nobody can even see. Exactly. All right, let's um, let's close this off then. We often finish these episodes with uh, a little bit of music. Should we do that today? Yeah, Santa needs some music. Vinny, what have you got for us? What do you want to put on the uh, on the spotless on the spotless on the playlist today? I mean. I gotta go with Wham with one of the best Christmas songs ever. Oh yeah, wake me up before you go go. I wouldn't have pictured that as a uh, as a specifically Christmas song, but uh, yes, that's yeah. that's the Christmas song. I am yes yes. I hate you. No, yes. every, I'm I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Obviously, we're talking about Club Tropicana over here. <laughs> Club Tropicana drinks are free. Um, no, sorry, Vinny, go ahead. What's your song? <laughs> Last Christmas from Wham. <laughs> <laughs> Khalil, um, have you? Are you a music guy? I I, I can be <laughs> for a price. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I I didn't think Christmas. I didn't think Christmas for this. Yes. But I was thinking with End of Evangelion. One of the things that arguably Shinji does a lot of is cry. So my song is "Cry" by Carly Rae Jepsen. Ooh. Hell yeah! Yeah, nice. <laughs> We're big. Uh, Carly Rae fans over here. a little for that one. Oh, <laughs> deep cut. Very nice. Oh, yeah. Cool. Um, I have not thought about this at all, so I'm just going to put on my favorite Christmas song, the only good Christmas song. Mm-hmm. Christmas and Hollis by Run DMC. Hell <laughs> yeah. Mom's cooking chicken and collard <laughs> greens. greens. Fuck yeah. <laughs> hope you enjoyed watching along with us, everybody. Um, thank you so much, Khalil, for coming along. How can people find you online? 
Okay, so we go by the Twin Peaks Wonderful and Strange Logcast. You can find us on Spotify and pretty much anywhere where podcasts can be found. We also have a YouTube channel, also Snake Eye Dreams on the YouTube. Um, like I said, we cover Twin Peaks on our main podcast. I also recently have started a side series that goes through the fan materials and books of Twin Peaks called The Book House. And also on YouTube talking about anime like uh, Utsuna, Lane, things of that nature. So if you're interested in that sort of stuff, that's the Logcast as well as Snake Eye Dreams on YouTube. And um, if you want to follow along with us, we might dip in and out of and doing some things um, every now and then, even though our main line show is sort of, you know, finished up, I guess. But yeah, if you want to get in touch with us, uh, we are tpsemicolone at gmail.com. Don't ask. And um, tpevangelion on twitter.com as well as something on instagram check the check the show notes you know <laughs> it's all in there <laughs> thank you so much again khalil really really appreciate your time today my man and um, looking forward to seeing what you and your crazy co-host come up with next thank you so much for having me thanks everybody feliz navidad and we'll see you when we see you when we promise more fan service Tumble, <laughs> <laughs>